welcome to the Rogue Agronomist Podcast with Kyle from Stall Agronomy. You never know what I may say or who will be on, but you know it'll be real because that's me. Hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast. It's Kyle from Stall Agronomy and today we're going to talk about ag retail. Really exciting topic for me, but... I get a lot of flack sometimes for um, my distrust of ag retail sometimes. And a lot of the flack that I get is that my distrust has got to be rooted in the fact that I am competing with ag retail. And yes, in, in some ways I might be, but as far as in our local area, there is one retailer that I know of that does any kind of crop consulting or scouting programs. Um, it's actually in the last couple of years we've seen retailers go to charging for some of the things that I used to do and was told to do for free, like writing plans. Um, I have uh, one retailer that will charge people a dollar an acre to basically tell them how much fertilizer to put on. Um, but a lot of the things where I have a, a somewhat of a distrust or I talk about ag retail are based on, you know, real life experiences. Um, you know, I've seen where we had had uh, retailers that had plots out with the products that they promoted the most. And when the data gets shown at the end of the year, the data doesn't include those products. And when you ask more questions, they did not yield very well. So, Let's just say a product costs you $10 more an acre for it, and you put it on every single acre, and at the end of the year, um, you have a new product to try, because that's the new thing, and no one wants to talk about the one that you currently had for $10 an acre. That means it didn't yield, and I've actually seen that happen a handful of times, and that's a struggle, and I have a lot of guys that get basically told, you know, not not even by the retailer. Um, sometimes there are growers that work closely with with an agronomist or a sales agronomist at a retail location or at retailers, and those products get promoted, and that guy, you know, tells everybody that, hey, yeah, this is the thing we're trying, and everybody wants to try what that guy's doing, and everybody buys it. You know, maybe there's, you know, 100,000 acres, 100,000 acres at 10 bucks an acre for them is $100 million in sales. You know, a lot of these products are 50% margin. So that's $500,000. And they could essentially just take $500,000 from the growers and put it in their pocket and then move on to the next product that we have to try the next year. And that that's the, that's the difficulty. I've always had guys, um, you know, where we had a hail event. It, it is literally... The white pickup brigade shows up the minute that hail is basically done falling from the sky because they don't want to ruin their white pickup truck. And they are selling fungicides. And it, it just it's it's funny how there's a lot of university data and even company data. I actually had someone who took out a page of a company brochure because that page literally said fungicides do not work on hailed corn. And I'm like uh, they, they forgot this page because this page basically says this doesn't work. And, you know, it touts the benefits of plant health and all these other things, but it 
had data in it that showed that this potentially doesn't work. That kind of stuff happens. Uh, I've seen it firsthand. I've been there. I've had a boss tell me once that a weed is a weed, pretty much, and any chemical that we have kills it. It's all about how much money we make per chemical. I've had all kinds of these little experiences over the years of working in ag retail. We've seen the bad players. I mean, I've, I've, I've worked with people that I thought were terrible agronomists, but they were really good salespeople. And there's, there's a lot of that that happens in ag retail. And so I don't have a distrust for the industry as a whole. I have a distrust for certain people within the industry. But one of the things that we've seen lately has been this whole North Dakota State um, and all these other universities that got together, put out a research summary of all their projects utilizing Pivot Bio, Nutricia. Um, there's a lot of different nitrogen fixing, quote unquote, biologicals in this study. And they've done it. It was on corn and I think sugar beets and spring wheat and a few other things. They put this out and they got flamed because all the dealers that are selling Pivot Bio don't want to have bad data out there. And one of the things that really makes you question what's kind of going on is, all right, who, um, why are they putting this out and why is this the bad one, and then all the data we get from some other universities, the good stuff. Turns out that they had a non-disclosure agreement that they were telling universities to sign. Dave Franzen talks about this. And it, it, it's very concerning when you see someone have a non-disclosure agreement for a product because basically they get to control whether or not your data gets to get released. Because they, they'll say, well, you, you didn't do it this way, and this is the way you should have done it. And that's, uh, that's a little scary. Um, one of the things that Franza talks about, I, I found an article from the Des Moines Register. And he, he talks about this non-disclosure thing. Um, he said that he tried to study Pivot Bio in 2022, but after receiving a grant in April, he was told the dealers were sold out of product. Um, and he said, then the company offered to offer uh, to give him the product if he signed a non-disclosure agreement. And uh, he said he was troubled by Pivot Bio's popularity among farmers. He, the quote, the best quote of this article is, "My God, what are you people thinking about? I'm a scientist. I look at data. I I am not wowed by marketing, but a lot of people are." And that's where we have this disconnect, I think, between farmers and ag retail. And there should be a healthy distrust of people that are trying to sell you products. And then the thing that I guess bothers me is when I try to help someone and I'm like, <laughs> I don't really think this is something we should go whole hog on. We should be doing better, a better job of actually evaluating this product do trials and then I have someone who goes whole hog the whole farm on it and it, it's a concerning thing you know this, this happens quite often well I heard it from this guy and he tried it last year and he's doing it on this whole farm so I'm just going to do the whole farm this year everybody's situation is different you know one side of the fence does one thing and one side of the fence does another thing and that that should tell you that not every product's going to work for you what works for your neighbor doesn't necessarily going to work for you on your farm and it takes a lot of people to 
kind of weed through that information. I mean, I, I tested a product uh, from Rosen's, uh, I think it was Pmax, which was supposedly a, a higher concentrated version of a veil. And we got it to work in certain pHs on certain soil types with certain organic matter. That was the only place we could get it to work. And there were a lot of companies, and there might even still be, that treat all their phosphorus. There's literally companies that used to do this, and I'm not even sure, I'm guessing there might be still some, but there are literally companies or retailers that you can only buy a veil-treated phosphorus from them. And it essentially comes in, gets treated, and then goes out to you, and that's the only way you can get it. It's it's like a 50% profit for them on this extra thing. They very almost probably make more on that than they do on the fertilizer. And it's just funny how those kind of things happen. We could only make it work in certain situations, but yet here there are retailers that are selling it on every acre. You can't get anything without it. And that is where a lot of the distrust that I have kind of comes from. We see these things through the industry. We see these things where we know those products aren't, a fit for every single acre, but yet they're getting put on every single acre, you know, and it's, it's highly concerning. It should be concerning to farmers as well, but it sometimes isn't because that's just the way it is. You know, everybody says this works and I, I just, that's where my distress comes from. That, that's, that's it. You know, I've, I've had enough experiences where I've seen these things happen that that's where I have a little bit of a distrust with anybody selling products because not everybody's bad. Um, there are not whole retails that like whole retail dealers that are just terrible people. Um, but there are bad players in the industry and we have to figure out who they are sometimes. And sometimes it costs us some money to do it, which is fine. I literally was looking last night. It's like, I should get some corn. Let's go do some corn on corn and wheat this year. And there's going to be some Helena dealers out there saying, oh, Coron's great. Well, I worked for somebody who was a dealer of, of Coron 20 years ago, 18 years ago, something like that. It didn't work. So we'll try it out. But taking the ability to try these things, we should do that quite often. I really think that that's the way that we should be approaching anything that is new for our farm. The university guys say a lot of the same things. I just really think we should take our time and understand what's going on before we go whole hog on our farm and trust someone or pay someone or find someone that you can trust that actually gives you some of that independent information and is willing to go and talk about it. It takes uh, quite a bit to do all this stuff. So anyway, Hopefully you guys enjoyed this one. This just kind of came to my mind and honestly not scripted or anything. I literally just put this out. It's pretty much 90% of what we do. So hopefully you enjoy and I'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the Rogue Agronomist podcast. Be sure to check out our website, stallagronomy.com and our other social media for more information and other episodes. 